ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as long as you're 21 or older, Michael Hill, Jason Holder, proudly bring to you the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And if you're not done with that, go listen to something else. Welcome back to another week of the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. Jason, how was your week? Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, I got my uh, my COVID shot. Nice. Or at least nice. one of them. I got my second one, so I'm I'm fully immune now. Nice. I mean, that that's a lie. It's, right. It takes another two weeks, and and you know we don't really know the how efficient it's going to be. But hey, I've got two shots in, and you've got one shot. Yeah. Guys, go out and get your COVID shot. It's actually very simple and easy, and really generally doesn't take that much time. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, at most, I had I got it Wednesday. Uh, my arm was a little sore Wednesday. It was really sore Thursday, but by Friday that was done. Uh, and then Wednesday night, I was a tiny bit nauseous for about a couple hours. Yeah. I mean, that was gone too. I've, I've had two now. And the biggest issue I've had is that my arm is sore. Yeah. Um, you know, my arm is sore. You can see a nice little red, you know, spot and the bump is nice and warm, but, um, yeah, I haven't had any issues. I've had some people I know, they got a little, uh, some cold feelings for a day or so, and then they got over it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so. Go out and get your COVID shot. Um, you know one person who I don't want to get their COVID shot? Who's that? Logan Paul. <laughs> you mean WrestleMania entertainer Logan Paul? That That's the one. Why, why wow. does Vince hate us? What did we ever do to Vince? To make him hate us, so. <laughs> and just just to be clear, I was joking. I don't wish illness and death on anybody. There's a few people that I make exceptions for. Yeah, I'm trying to be a better person. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Uh, so, so we had mm-hmm. a, a well. First of all, before we get into everything, what are we drinking again? Oh, uh, we brought the Angels Envy back because that stuff is delicious. Extremely good, extremely good, and it's an expensive bottle, so we may as well go ahead and polish it off, right? That is correct. Make use of it. Heck yeah. Um, before we dive into everything, should we just uh, go through the shows and? Yeah, yeah. All I right. Mean, we had a we had our, our pay per view. We had fast lane. We did. We had fast lane so. this week. Um, and in the um, pre show kickoff show for fast lane, we had Riddle versus Mustafa Ali for the U.S. title. Riddle retained, and Retribution. Broke up mm-hmm. on the pre-show. Uh, on the pre-show of a throwaway pay-per-view. That's 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 correct. Woo! I mean, big big things in their future. Re- retribution, man. Retribution. Uh, we had Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax versus Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair for the tag titles. Um, this uh, this went just the way you thought it would. Um, Shayna and Nia won the title, you know, retained. Uh, we got Big E versus Apollo Crews for the IC title. Um, Big E retained, but it was kind of a an iffy retain. Like, it wasn't as... There was a... It was, a, it no, was no, weird. No. It was weird. There was a giant botch on that. Yeah. Hands down. Um, we got Braun Strowman versus Elias again. Um, <laughs> which Strowman won again. Because, you know, we, we just can't get enough of seeing Braun Strowman versus Elias. 
Uh, we had Shinsuke Nakamura versus Seth Rollins, uh, which Rollins won. We had Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus, in which Drew McIntyre won. Uh, we had Alexa Bliss versus Randy Orton, which saw the return of The Fiend. That wasn't The Fiend. That was the Toxic Avenger. <laughs> That's true. Might as well have been. Uh, Alexa Bliss won that, and Randy Orton's wife had something to say about that. Yeah, yeah, she did. Um, and then uh, we had Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan for the Universal title, and Roman won that uh, with some shenanigans. Yeah. We uh, we then, of course, had uh, Raw on its follow-up. We had Bobby Lashley versus Sheamus, where uh, Lashley won with the Hurt Lock. Uh, we had Asuka versus Peyton Royce, where Asuka won, uh, which also, well, let's see, our first one had a run-in. This one had a run-in at the end. We had the Miz versus Jeff Hardy, where uh, Hardy won. No, I'm sorry, the Miz won, and then Bad Bunny got involved. We had AJ versus Kofi, where Kofi won, but somebody got involved. We had Drew McIntyre versus Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin in a handicap match, where Drew won, and people got involved. We had Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke versus Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, where uh, Nia and Shayna, of course, won, where somebody got involved. I'm noticing a theme. Right? We had Elias versus Braun Strowman, where uh, Braun won and somebody got involved. And this had my, my absolute worst moment of wrestling was during this match, which we'll get to. Mm. Uh, then we had Randy Orton calling out Bray Wyatt as the, the final wrap-up segment. All right, jumping over to NXT, uh, we had Zoe Stark and Io Shirai versus Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai, um, where Gonzalez and Kai defeated Stark and Shirai. Bronson Reed versus LA Knight, and Bronson Reed won which actually kind of surprised me the way they've been pushing L.A. Knight. We'll talk more about that, I'm sure. Sir, you didn't do it right. I'm sorry. L.A. Knight. Yeah, I got I to gotta do the point. God, I hate that guy so much. <laughs> um, only Lorcan lost to Karrion Cross. Um, I don't even call that a match. Uh, we had Walter destroying Drake Maverick. Um. That was a referee stoppage. It wasn't even a finish. It was just referee stoppage. Uh, we had the NXT Women's Tag Championships, uh, Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart versus Aaliyah and Martinez, Mercedes Martinez, where Moon and Blackheart won. And we had Jordan Devlin versus Kushida, in which Devlin beat Kushida as we moved towards... Um, stand, take over, stand and deliver. I tried to do stand over, take and deliver. Uh, <laughs> stand and take over. Um, Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly signed the contract for their uh, takeover match. That then that should be a really good match. Yeah, I think so. Uh, jumping over to AEW real quick. AEW we had um, Matt Seidel versus Kenny Omega. 
and of course Kenny won. Uh, we had Hangman Page versus uh, Caesar Bononi. 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 If you say so. Yeah. Uh, page one. Um, Tony Schiavone interviewed Britt Baker. Um, the Hollywood Blondes and Dante Martin versus The Pinnacle. And I'll, I'll give you one guess on, on who won that one. You're right. It was the Hollywood Blondes. No, it was The Pinnacle. Um, the Young Bucks and Brandon Cutler versus Lucha Bros and Laredo Kid. And, uh, of course, Lucha Bros and Laredo Kid actually beat the Young Bucks and Brandon Cutler. We got Taya Conte, or Tay Conte, however you say her name now, versus Nyla Rose. Um, and Conte defeated Rose. Are we actually going to start seeing some other women elevated other than Nyla Rose and Sheeta? Man, I hope so. Um, we had the TNT Championship match, Darby Allen versus John Silver, where Darby Allen retained. And that was the show. Uh, then we move on to SmackDown, where we had the opening segment was Daniel Bryan talking about uh, what happened at Fastlane. We had Shinsuke versus Seth, where Seth won. We had Big E and the Street Profits versus Apollo Crews, uh, Otis and Chad Gable, where Crews, Otis, and Gable won. Uh, we had a, a special episode of the KO show with Sami Zayn on it, which basically ends up with KO versus Sami Zayn at WrestleMania. Uh, Bianca Belair versus Natalia, where Bianca won. Rey Mysterio versus Dolph Ziggler, where uh, Rey Mysterio won. <clears throat> then the, the wrap-up was Adam Pearce making his decision over what to do about the main event at, at, at WrestleMania. So, All right. Jason, we are two weeks out now yes. from WrestleMania. Do you care? Uh, slightly about one thing. <laughs> Maybe two things. Well, no, uh, let me take that back. Two things. Um, I, I'm I want to see Bianca and Sasha. Okay. Well, three things. I want to see Rhea and Oscar. Okay. And I want to see this triple threat with Daniel Bryan, Edge, and Roman. Okay. I'll throw a fourth in there. Okay. Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley always yeah. put on a decent match. Yeah, yeah, that'll that'll be pretty decent. I want to see if Bobby like gets Drew in the hurt lock or you know. I keep waiting for them to start telling the story of who's going to be the first to break the hurt lock. Yeah, the master you lock. Know, yeah, the master <laughs> lock. Do the master lock challenge. Because um, I mean, on on Raw, we saw him put it on Sheamus. Yeah, and Sheamus is not a small dude. No. Um, and Bobby Lashley made him look like a rag doll. Mm-hmm. You know, now of course, granted, that's a lot of Sheamus's work too. Oh but, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean. They're they're built the way they're building the hurt lock is how you build a submission finisher. Yeah, from a big dude. Now, That's how my you do my it. only problem for with, a for a full Nelson, you know. Yeah, my my only problem with with a lot of you know the hurt lock. The hurt lock's not going to put you to sleep. Well, it, they they the way they tell the story on it is the pressing of the neck compresses the nerves, which causes you to pass out. Like every single, every single submission that they have mm-hmm. for the most part 
puts people to sleep. I'm waiting, yeah. waiting for somebody to put somebody in the ankle lock and then and just then fall off. asleep and go that to sleep. That has happened. They have, yeah, they, I know. But Kurt Angle <laughs> has done that multiple times where he put people in the ankle lock and they, oh my God, he passed out from the pain. Well, yeah, but at least that's passed out from the pain, not choked out. <laughs> like, every single submission chokes somebody out now. That's not how all submissions work. It's not how submissions work. Like, okay, That's yes, that not how happens. any of this works. That, that Yes, the um, the rear naked choke, because that's what it is. I'm not mm-hmm. going to call it the Carafuda clutch or whatever. It's a rear naked choke <laughs> that puts you to sleep. The hurt lock, the, the, it, the full Nelson is not a sleeper hole. Sir, I will answer you in the way of my people. Wrestling. Wrestling. <laughs> And yes, we do the open hand movement. Open (laughs) hand movement as long along with it. It is. I just want to see if if you're going to use submissions, Mm -hmm. make them realistic. We know what submissions look like. All of us who watch wrestling, most of us who watch wrestling, have watched UFC. We went through that phase where, oh my God, UFC is the greatest thing in the world. Yeah, we know what these submissions actually look like and do. The thing with wrestling has always been the suspension of disbelief, right? A figure four leg lock, it looks cool. Mm -hmm. There is nothing painful about a figure four leg lock. I I could see where there might be some pain uh, the the way, but it's not to the point that it's going to make you pass out. It's a minor annoyance. The only thing that's been said about it is it depends on the way they do it. Uh, I think it was Shawn Michaels was talking about it one time. It depends on where you put your foot. Mm-hmm. If it's above the knee, it doesn't matter what kind of tor- torquing or anything they do. It's not going to do anything. If it's below the knee, then you you are putting pressure on that knee yeah. you know, in the wrong way. Uh, but reversing the pressure is not a thing. No. Um, and look, I, I and understand so, the so suspension of disbelief. Have, wrestling's got to have that suspension of disbelief. And I think we've talked about it before in the fact that, you know, a, a, an interesting gimmick for a wrestler that would skewer the entire uh, industry. It would kill the business. Would be the wrestler that was real. Like, oh, we're having a, a, a no DQ match, so I'm going to come down here with my trash can. All right, I'm going to come down here with a, a butterfly knife. Mm-hmm. It's no DQ, buddy. Stab, stab, <laughs> you know. Uh, or... You know, the ones that are like, okay, so you're saying that the belt doesn't change hands on a count out. Cool. Let me be the Miz and hop in the ring. Ding, ding. Hop out of the ring. I'm not getting back in. Yeah. I'll remain the champion forever. Yeah. Until you put out some kind mm-hmm. of. Uh, change the rule match. Change you the know. rule. You know, you, you can lose on a count out. Okay. Then I'll DQ. bring a baseball bat to the ring and beat the guy with a baseball bat until you stop the match. Uh, and then we go, oh, you can lose your belt on a DQ. Uh, you know, the only way you get to keep it is if you pin him. Okay. You know, and, and just go from there. It would it would destroy the industry. But It would, but it'd be fun. It would be fun for the while it was there because yeah. I would be sitting there laughing my butt off. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, while we're talking about Raw, <clears throat> I want to go ahead and hit the possibly the worst thing I've seen in wrestling. And it is the, it, it's during the Braun Strowman match. Now, this match was pointless. Let's let's not get anything twisted. This was setting up Shane McMahon versus Braun at WrestleMania. WrestleMania is two nights. We have to have matches that fill that. 
Shane still doesn't belong on my TV on a pay-per-view. Um, this was a this was a match just to basically show that Shane wasn't injured. Ha, oh, he's scared of Braun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Braun Strowman's little run around the ring, you know, Braun Strowman Express. This is for you, Brady. Uh, Brady Brady hates that move. He yeah. he says it's the dumbest thing ever. And, it is, and it is I, like okay, okay yeah. It on. was kind of cool I one time. I don't necessarily think it's dumb. All right, in in the the scheme of things. Braun's a very large dude, getting a very large amount of momentum from running and then hitting somebody, especially if they go over the barricade or something like that. I mean, yes, it's a it, good looks, visual. it looks good on the flippy wrestlers. It's a good visual. However, what they did here, Braun rolls out of the ring. He does the finger motion. And then production played a train whistle and then train noises. While he ran around the ring, and when he hit Jackson Riker first, the screen shook. And then they played more train noises until he ran around and hit Elias, and the screen shook. That was without a doubt one of the dumbest moments in wrestling. Here's my question with this. If there was a crowd, mm-hmm. would there have been thunderous boos or would there have been silence? I feel like you would have probably gotten a thunderous boos. Um, this was dumb. It wasn't bad. Uh, from what I've seen, from what I remember, wrestling crowds, if something's dumb, they'll either laugh at it or they'll boo it, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. If something's just legit bad, that's when they're quiet. Like when Roman won the the title, when Brock won Money in the Bank, they didn't boo. Yeah, there was no booing in that arena. There was dead silence in that arena. Um, which to me speaks way more than booing. I absolutely booing uh, booing. booing back there. Vince is like, all right, it's getting a reaction, and that's what we want. Yeah, dead silence. Silence, uh-huh. silence should scare Vince. Yeah, that means you are way out of touch. Yeah. I mean, he's already out of touch, but way out of touch. We touched on it a little bit. Apparently, they're going to involve Logan Paul in <laughs> the Sami Zayn-Kevin Owens feud. Yep. Why? Because is uh, is Logan Paul? I, I get it. I, I don't listen Michael, to Bad Bunny. I don't listen to Bad Bunny, but I understand that he's a fairly popular artist right now. Bad Bunny is a Grammy award winning artist. He is for what that means. I, I don't listen to his music, but okay, yeah. Um, I, I Logan Paul is he was, still even relevant? He was relatively popular a couple years ago. Um. I don't think he's relevant anymore at all, other than the fact that he's got this uh, exhibition fight I think he's going to do with uh, it was Mayweather. Not Mayweather. Uh, yeah, Mayweather, I think. Didn't uh, he, he knocked somebody out last year, didn't he? He knocked somebody out last year in, a, in an exhibition fight. They're going to do another one this year. Um, it's stupid, and it is this smacks of, what are the kids like? 
They like that Logan Paul guy or, or, you know, get him on WrestleMania. Vince, he hasn't been popular. I don't care. Get him on WrestleMania. My grandkids, I, was, kids, I walked in on the them. The kids like him. You know, this is the worst kind of celebrity pandering. This is like the Braun Strowman with, uh, what is it, uh, Paul Che and the yeah, two uh, Saturday Night guys. Michael Che Michael and, Che um, and uh, um, the other guy. Yeah, I know yeah. who you're talking about. The, the Saturday Night uh, Live guys that I don't even remember their names, you know. Yeah. the, the This it, is a long way from uh, the uh, uh, the glory days of uh, Mike Tyson involved with Stone Cold, Mr. T involved with Hogan and Piper. I mean, even those even, guys were relevant. Yeah, when they were part of it. So this is a very long way from that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just I don't. I don't get it. Yeah, it it is. Uh, so yeah, it, it this just doesn't work. No, this doesn't it, work at all for me. But again, not exactly the right person. I also don't like the fact that okay, we're gonna go back to Sammy and Kevin, which I'm fine with. But no build, no nothing. Here you get Kevin and Sammy. Yeah, it. Uh... So yeah, I'm just uh, very kind of about that. Yeah, it, it. Kevin and Sammy have a built-in storyline. I don't need a whole lot of build for them. Mm-hmm. I certainly don't need Logan Paul involved in that match. Right. Um, I I just, I don't, it, it adds absolutely nothing to this fight at all. And, and like we were planning this big thing for WrestleMania, Mm -hmm. our our group of friends. And I I don't even imagine us really even paying attention during that match. I mean, mania is going to be on, but, like I was talking about earlier, I just don't think that I think for the majority of mania, we're probably going to be more interested in whatever game we're playing, whatever's going yeah. on than the than mania in the background. We may stop, you know, for this match or that match, but overall, uh, probably not. Yeah. It's just, it's not going to be, I don't know. Um, triple threat. Cause they had to squeeze Daniel Bryan in there somehow. And Edge versus Roman Reigns would not have sold enough tickets. Right. Like I'm less interested in the match as a triple threat than I was when it was Edge versus Roman. See, this is... To me, this is very... Charlotte, Becky, Ronda feeling... Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you've been telling this story with Daniel Bryan and Roman. I get the fact that you want Daniel Bryan to feel uh, still still powerful. You know, you want him to keep his heat. 
because Edge is a part-timer. Mm-hmm. I also get the fact that you need uh, Roman to keep the heat he has, even though they have done everything in their power to make it go away. This is where I feel like we've shoehorned in some problems that didn't need to be done. You could have had Roman versus Edge, have Edge beat Roman, because the, even the even the uh, the the story reason behind this is dumb. Edge doesn't feel like Daniel Bryan deserves to be in the match because it's somehow taking his spot. Edge, you won the Rumble. You're in the match. Whether Roman won at Fastlane or Daniel Bryan won at Fastlane, it was going to be you in the match, you know? Um, so the reasoning behind it doesn't work. You could have simply had it be Roman versus Edge, have Edge win, Edge gets his final title run. Then it's a SummerSlam or Survivor Series even. You maintain, you keep Daniel Bryan strong. You move him away from Roman. Mm -hmm. You have Roman start feuding with Jay because now Jay has a reason to kind of call Roman's bluff. You aren't the head of the table anymore. You're not the champ. Uh, Daniel Bryan moves into, you know, you know, I beat Roman twice. He couldn't beat me without cheating. Um... I deserve this title shot, and you move Daniel Bryan edge, and then you have Daniel Bryan win at SummerSlam or you know Survivor Series, whichever one that you want to put it at. You've given Edge his final run, right? Uh, he got to have his his last hurrah, and then he can kind of go back to doing part time work. And you give Daniel Bryan the belt, let him have it. I think he was talking about himself that he's ready to retire as well. Yeah, let him have his final run for several months. Then you have either. You can have Kevin Owens, you can have Roman, you can have Jay, you can have anybody at that point take the belt off of Daniel Bryan, and then Daniel Bryan retires and says, hey, I had my last hurrah. Yeah. But you know, no, I think we talked a lot. Triple threats just... They give us triple threats every year now mm-hmm. because they're trying to find ways to put people in mania. Yeah, and, 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 and I get part that. of me gets it, but at the same token, like, dude. I, I feel like... Daniel Bryan is in there to take the pinfall to protect Roman and to protect Edge. Pretty much. I think that's what it's going to be. And and that bothers me. Mm-hmm. Why are we scared of having Roman take a pinfall? Or why are we scared of Edge taking... Edge is 45 years old, 46 years old, somewhere in there. Why are we scared of him taking a pinfall? Right. You know... Why are we scared that Roman might take a pinfall from one of the greatest wrestlers of the last 20 years? Yep. I don't understand the mindset of, oh, this needs to be a triple threat. And this goes back to, we talked about it a couple weeks ago, the rumors are that Vince looked at the plans for Mania and blew them all up 30 days out Mm -hmm. and said, no, we ain't doing this. Right. We can do better. Exactly. Exactly. Why are you looking at 30 days out saying we can do better? Why weren't you looking at 90 days out? Why weren't you looking at it 120 days out, six months, 365 days out? Why weren't you looking at it before Rumble? That's when you look at that. Because Rumble to Mania, that is your playoffs. That is your, yeah. this is your time for wrestling. It is always the best build, or it has at least historically been 
the best builds, yeah. the best stories, because it's all of those eyes on the road to WrestleMania. <laughs> and a month before Mania, you're like, mm, no, nah, I don't like this. Let's scrap it. What? I honestly wonder what happens when Vince steps down. And I realize that he's, he's probably never going to step down so, while he's alive. So interesting you bring that up. Because uh, Triple, it was Stephanie was in an interview. And they were talking about, so when uh, Vince steps down, you know, are you and Triple H going to take over? You know, how's this going to work? And her comment was, we have a lot of people in place to handle everything that needs to be handled. Which to me sounded a lot like part cop-out and part understanding the fact that one person should not be responsible for what? Five, seven, eight what, 12 hours of, of wrestling every week when you count all the, the YouTube show, when you count all, like, the, the main event, and NXT Live UK, and 205, like yeah. Uh, no, I mean, you're right. And, and you know, they, they did the big shakeup last year of their upper management, uh, which is I, it's probably a good thing. It was, except uh, for the fact that people that we liked, like Aleister Black, Andrade, oh, yeah. the quote-unquote Paul Heyman guys, Immediately got shit on. Yeah. I I just, I wonder, Vince is in his 70s now. Mm-hmm. And he's got to know, as hard as he's gone over his lifetime, he's got to know that he's going to reach a breaking point at some point. I think for Vince McMahon will live to be 170 just for spite. I've known a few people like that. <laughs> My grandfather was one of those people I thought was going to outlive all of us just to spite us all. I've got an uncle that's like that. The man has had prostate cancer. He's had bladder cancer. He's had two heart attacks, a stroke. He's been in two major car accidents. He's in his 80s. Yeah, he's still kicking. He's still doing everything that he wants to do. Yeah. Uh, Chews tobacco, eats fried foods. uh, Well, look, when you've had all of that, I think you've earned the right to, if you want to chew some I mean, tobacco, you get to chew your tobacco. He is, he is too tough to die, basically. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I feel like Vince is very much that, you know, I know that when I die, you, you stupid kids will ruin everything. Yeah. Uh, you know. I mean, so the man is in phenomenal shape. Yeah. Reportedly. And, 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 know, and we, he still works out every day. But he and, burns the candle at both ends. And the thing is, we give Vince shit. We give Vince a lot of shit. And he deserves it. He deserves it. But Vince McMahon created modern wrestling. Oh, absolutely. You know, he is the one that had this vision of why should we have all of these little territories where nobody gets to see anybody except maybe once a year when they come pass through, right? Mm-hmm. He's the one that created this vision of put it all together, him and his dad. Yeah. Right? His dad started it and Vince finished it. And he's the reason why we have AEW. He's the reason why we have had WCW. We had TNA. You know, whether it was because Vince directly created it or because it was somebody that saw what Vince did and said, we can do that too. Yeah. Um, 
that is, I mean, he he is a huge portion of wrestling. Yeah, and it's. I mean, there's no taking it away from that. It is going to suck. But at the same token, it's time. It's time to move on for somebody else to take over the reins. Reigns, no, um, yeah, it's it's time for somebody else to take over. Everybody gave Roman crap, what three, four years ago now, mm-hmm. when he got on TV and he said, "Sucker and Thuckatash." Right. I'm a fan of Looney Tunes. I'm sure you were a fan of Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. Who in in our age bracket who wasn't? Yep. My nieces. You know, twenty-year-old niece, sixteen-year-old um, niece, a, a a six, seven-year-old niece. They don't watch Looney Tunes. Yeah, it's not. It's not their thing. It's not relevant. I still go back and watch it. I still go back and watch Looney Tunes from time to time because I love it. It's great. Rabbit season, duck season. I love all that. Mm-hmm. But you don't have somebody when you're trying to appeal to a an 18 to 59 or, or in Vince's case, he's going for the, the 10 to, you know, 10 to 20 year old. 10 to 24 or something, you know, like, something that. like that. You don't go to Looney Tunes. Yep. You go to Adventure Time. You go to uh, SpongeBob, even though I despise SpongeBob and everything he stands for. Mm-hmm. you go there, you know? You have to be, that's the problem with Vince, though, you know, and and I've made, you see jokes online, I've made the joke and all that. Yeah. You know, when I think of 30 years ago, I think of 2000, I think of like 1980, not 1990. Yeah. yeah. You know? Um, you know, 40 years ago is 1960. Right. 40 years ago is in the 60s. No, 40 years ago is when I was born. You yeah. Know? Um, so, I, I, I kind of, can see where Vince is going there. Like he's thinking, what are the kids like nowadays? And his brain thinks back to like Stephanie and Shane mm-hmm. when they were kids. Cause they're our age. Yeah. Um, maybe a couple years older. Yeah. You know, I mean, that they, kind of they're, thing. they're, they're, they're in the same bracket. They're anyway. older than us, but you know, they're, they're close um, enough. I think Stephanie's like mid forties. Shane's like upper forties, something like that. So it's, it's same bracket era, you know? So he thinks, you know, what do I do to get the kids? Okay. That's when you get, you know, the suffering suck attached. It's when but you get that kind of stuff. It would be so easy for him to just say, Hey, Stephanie. Yeah. What is your, what are your daughters say, watching? Cause they have daughters. Shane has kids. Yeah. What are your kids watching now? What are your kids? But, but, into? Yeah, what are they into? You have your focus group built in, mm-hmm. but he does, apparently doesn't want to use that. And okay. You don't want to bring your, you know, bring your family into work. Okay. Then you hire a company to hire, tell you. Yeah, hire a firm. I'm sure there are plenty out there that will say, you know, Vince, the majority of your people that watch this show are actually, they're not 13 to 20 like you seem to think. They're actually 25 to 40. Yeah. So we should be targeting that demographic instead. It's why AEW is killing it. It's yeah. why Jericho calls himself the demo god. They are wrecking the demographic of people that watch wrestling because they're creating kids. content for the people that watch yeah. wrestling. Here comes my old man comment, but kids today, they don't have the attention span to sit down and watch a two hour 
wrestling show or a three-hour wrestling show. Oh, yeah, I mean, they're we've talked. raised on 15-minute YouTube clips. Yeah, we, we've talked for a long time about how Raw is too long. Yeah, Raw is way too long. Like, right. I, I'm, I'm, I'll be 34 in a couple weeks. My birthday is on WrestleMania. Hey, middle-aged. So, yes. <laughs> you finally made it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, will, I, will, I will allow it. I don't have the attention span to sit and watch a three-hour show. Mm-mm. I don't have the time to sit and watch it, yet I make the time. Yeah. But I could be doing so much other stuff. I'm yeah. about to go back to school. I'm about to do this and that. Three hours of a wrestling show... Is a lot, especially when it's not that good, and it's not the performers, right? Because they have some of the best performers they've ever had. It's the writing. It's the show, and Vince needs to understand and work to make his show better. If he's going to keep it at three hours. He's got to find a way to keep my attention for three hours. And telling me a thousand times what happened the first 20 minutes of the show isn't doing it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, should we talk about uh, The Fiend and, and that? Uh, um, yeah, yeah, we can talk a little bit about that. So, Fastlane, The Fiend makes his triumphant return, if you want to call it that. Um, they're going to get sued by trauma pictures. <laughs> Because that was straight up stolen out of a trauma movie. Yeah. Um, the big thing that came out of this. Okay, so we have a, a match between Alexa and Randy, right? Mm-hmm. Alexa throws fireballs at Randy like two or three times, but one of them Randy blocks because it's Street Fighter now. Yeah. Um, the fiend comes up from under the ring, grabs Randy, sister Abigail's him in front of the referee, no less who hasn't tried to disqualify anybody yet because Alexa threw fire in Randy's face twice. I feel like we just missed the announcement that to, this was a, uh, a no DQ match. And tried to drop a lighting rig on him, <laughs> you know. Um, so apparently it was an ODQ match, which they didn't tell us. Uh, then The Fiend, Sister Abigail's Randy, and Alexa pins Randy. And the way she pins him is she straddled his, like, crotch. Groin. Groin. Um, um, which... Uh, uh, Randy's wife was not happy about on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but now the fiend's back. Yeah. So uh, I'm sure we'll see some continuations there. Uh, yeah. That I mean, said, God, they did a terrible job of making the fiend look like anything. Yeah. He had such an iconic, cool look, and now he looks like uh, it's the all, Toxic Avenger. It's all black and grays. This is this is um, 1980s. Practical effect from Trauma Studios. That's exactly what The Fiend is. And while I love the Trauma movies, don't get me wrong, but this doesn't look good. No. It, hopefully this is a through WrestleMania, and then he'll revert back to... I'd kind of like to see at the end of WrestleMania him go back to just being Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Uh, like, the Fiend, right. the Fiend is no longer Bray Wyatt. Fiend is gone. Fiend has moved to Alexa. And then we have this weird Bray Wyatt, like what has happened the last couple years. But Alexa has moved into that that weird funhouse thing. Honestly, as much as I've enjoyed the Fiend Bray Wyatt combo that we've had, I really enjoyed seeing Bray. 
go back to old school Bray Wyatt. His Waylon Mercy character. When basically. he and Braun were feuding last yeah. year. That was really good. I, like I enjoyed it because that. that character was so good and, and they the never is, got the potential of that you one. You could go back to that by having the Fiend leave Bray Wyatt. Well, and Bray comes they don't out. even have to have the Fiend leave Bray Wyatt. Bray beats Randy. Mm-hmm. He's exercised that demon. Yeah. Because you, they, they've told the story. The whole story has been Bray's fall from grace mm-hmm. after he lost to Randy and Randy burned down the farm and all that. Right. So now that he's exercised that demon, we get mm-hmm. to see... Bray Wyatt come back. Yep. I'd like to see that. I would too. Um, Takeover. I got, there's, there's so much I'm excited for at Takeover this year. Uh, We've got Adam Cole versus Kyle Mm O'Reilly. That match is going to tear the roof off the place. Finn versus Karrion Cross. Finn versus Karrion Cross. That's going to be a good match. And I like, I really like what they've done with Karrion Cross since they brought him back. He's not this overt monster character. He's got some personality. He's got him. personality. He's just a badass mm-hmm. who's there to beat you down, and yeah. there's nothing you can do to stop him. Yeah, that's awesome. And it, Finn getting right up in his face and saying, look, I'm the prince, man. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to war. I'm there. Yeah. I'm 100% there. Uh, Walter Tommaso Ciampa. Jesus, that's going to be awesome. For the NXT UK Championship. That's going to be so good. Oh, my God. It's going to be so good. It, it's it's amazing, you know? NXT's killing it right now. Yeah. You. you they have done the Io Shirai Raquel Gonzalez build has been perfect. It was a little rocky at first, I yeah. think, because it was kind of oh now it's Raquel's going to go for it. But NXT. since then, it has been booked perfectly. Triple H, Shawn Michaels, William Regal, whoever, all all the people that are in charge of NXT. They have their fingers on the pulse of the wrestling fan. Yeah. Their problem is NXT, if they indeed move NXT to Tuesday. Which has been rumored. It has not been confirmed, but it has been rumored. And uh, Impact has taken the... They're going to move to Thursday. They've they've already said, we're just going to move to Thursdays to preempt whatever they try to do with NXT. If NXT moves opposite of are on a day that is not Wednesday, so they're not playing against Dynamite. I think NXT will do great because mm-hmm. there are a lot of people that simply do not watch NXT. We, we know a few of them that don't watch NXT because they watch AEW because they like what AEW is doing and they're kind of sour on WWE as well, a whole. Yeah, let's let's look at us. Yeah. We're, we, every Wednesday, nine out of ten, we, we watch we wrestling. Watch Dynamite. Yeah, 9 out of 10, we watched Dynamite. We've watched NXT a few times when there's been some matches that we wanted to see mm-hmm. or we wanted to protest <laughs> Yes, the, stupid the things explosions. that happen on Dynamite. Yeah. And we use our voice, what, what little voice that we have, 
in, hey, we're just not going to watch your program this week. Yeah, we'll cause your ratings to dip. And Hopefully. Yeah, that's, that's the hope. But nine times out of ten, we're watching Dynamite. Yeah. And we'll go back and watch NXT mm-hmm. because it's on the network yeah. the next mm-hmm. night. I usually, I record it, so I usually go back and watch it, you know, either Thursday or Saturday. Yeah. We, but we're not watching NXT live. If it's on a Tuesday night, maybe we watch it live. I think it's the only option that you, if Impact moves and you move it and you move NXT to Tuesday, the only thing you're against at that point is Dark, which is a YouTube show um, of squash matches. Yeah. So that's not, to me, that's not even close to a, a competition. As much as I love AEW, I don't watch Dark on a regular basis. I usually turn it on, and it's just because I, I I play video games, so I've got it on. I've got my game on one monitor, and I usually have it up on the other monitor. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as watching it, nah, I don't really watch yeah. it. It's it's making noise. Uh, I giggle from time to time at the insipid Taz commentary. Uh, hey, hey, we're we're infringing on right. Matthews, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, other than that, that's that's kind of it. Uh, it, but takeover is gonna be takeover is gonna be phenomenal. Takeover is gonna be, and it's two nights. Yeah, two nights. The first night will be Wednesday night. It'll be on USA. Mm-hmm. The second night is gonna be Thursday night, and it's going to be exclusive to Peacock. Yeah, which WrestleMania is exclusive to Peacock. Yep. So, uh, WWE Network goes off the air here. April one. You know, is it April one? I thought it was like April eighth. Maybe it is. I think, or six, no, something like April that. First, it might be. I got an email that said that WWE Network was leaving. That if your uh, renew date is after April first, to go ahead and cancel your service now. Then, when April first rolls around, you'll be refunded for any extra days passed, and ours expired on like the sixth. So I went ahead and canceled it. And I mean. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about Peacock and some of the issues that Peacock has had. Right now, you don't have the ability to fast forward. You don't have the ability to fast forward or rewind. Rewind on Peacock. You don't have the whole library hasn't moved over yet. Yeah. Um, they are editing the library. They're editing and censoring things. Which, all right, I, I don't necessarily like that because I think it's important that we see the mistakes of the past. Yeah. But I understand it, especially in today's climate. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, did they rush putting WWE Network on Peacock before it was ready? Yes, absolutely, With, without a doubt. They a doubt. made the deal; they wanted to get it on Peacock before WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. That's that's my thoughts. That's it. Is and Peacock's not ready for it. We were joking in our group as they were talking about the different things that have been censored, which admittedly are things that probably should be censored. You know, Vince McMahon's use of the N-word. Um, I ha- They haven't announced it yet, but I'm sure DX and Blackface is going to be censored. Mm-hmm. But some poor, poor intern at Peacock is sitting there, probably not a wrestling fan. Probably. Watching hours and hours and hours of wrestling. And at some point, 
they're going to see Mae Young mm-hmm. give birth, birth to a hand. hand. And they're just going to be like, nope, I quit. <laughs> you know what? I think we should toast to that poor intern. <laughs> <laughs> right. Poor guy. But, yeah, it, they pushed Peacock out. WWE Network on Peacock out way too quick. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what they should have done, in my opinion, if you want to have WrestleMania be exclusive to Peacock, you make WrestleMania exclusive to Peacock. Mm-hmm. And you say, hey, WWE Network is sundowning, and if it's going to take them through July to, to move everything over and all that, it suns down in July. Well, the thing is... Or it suns down you, in, 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 March, or, or in you, May. You or, don't make WrestleMania exclusive to Peacock if the network is still existing because your big sell for the network has always been you get all the paper. Yeah. What you do is you say, hey, none of the new or uh, none of the new Raws, none of the new SmackDowns, none of the new NXTs, they're not going to be uploaded to the network anymore. The network is still going to have all its old tape library and it's still going to have all the new pay-per-views, but nothing is going to be uploaded to the network anymore. It's all going to be uploaded to Peacock. Until we get everything moved over. Yeah. Or you, since they're in this, you know, setup, have it to where I can log into Peacock with my network ID. Mm -hmm. And I only get access to the network stuff and the stuff that Peacock gives you for free. Right? Yeah. Lock out the rest of the Peacock stuff unless I pay that, that, what is it, five bucks? Or the basic or $9 for ad-free. Yeah. Because, I mean, I went ahead and I canceled my network. I signed up for the the ad-free Peacock. Had a promo code. Yeah. Uh, that got four months of it for 10 bucks. Okay, cool. Um, I'm down. You know, so I went ahead and signed up for it. But I've had people talking to, you know, tell me already and experienced it myself. The network was never that easy to navigate through. No, the network. Peacock is worse. Yeah. So. And and I don't understand how. I don't understand why that is. Yeah. Netflix. Mm-hmm. Which is probably the oldest streaming platform in existence. Yep. Super simple to navigate through. They got right. a ton of content, so it can be hard to find stuff. But it's easy to navigate through. If you know what you're looking for, it's fairly easy to find what you're looking for. Hulu. Fairly easy to navigate through. Mm-hmm. Why are these other networks, CBS, or, or I'm sorry, Paramount Plus now, um, Peacock, why are these other networks struggling with user interface? Right. I don't get it. I mean, there are they're, they're thousands of different. people. There are thousands of people that go to school to do this stuff. Spend the money and actually hire somebody to do it right before you launch your program. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. Um, We haven't really talked about AEW much. Um, we saw the Bucks turn their back on Kenny. Yeah. Um, honestly, that was about it from AEW. Yeah, that was pretty much it. Um. When it comes right down to it, yeah. I mean, the matches were what you expect from AEW. They were very good matches. Uh, John Silver has an injured shoulder. 
Yep. So he's out, I think he said, four to six weeks. Luckily, it does not require surgery. So he's just going to be out. He'll probably be on the show. He just won't be used in matches. Um, speaking of injuries, Road Dog. Yeah, he had a heart Road attack. Road Dog had a heart attack. So, uh, you know, our, our thoughts are, are with his uh, him and his family and his friends as he begins the recovery process. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's a whole lot else to I mean, honestly, say. with the exception of Fastlane, which we made the comment, we talked about the fact that Fastlane was kind of a pointless pay-per-view. Uh, I mean, it really, the only thing Fastlane did like, is ruin the main event at yeah. WrestleMania by it, adding Daniel Bryan. And I hate saying that because Daniel Bryan is so good. It, it, you never thought you would say something was ruined by adding Daniel Bryan. But um, he's unnecessary in that But match. it's like I've said many times, between Rumble and Mania, there needs to be one pay-per-view, not two. Yeah. They just need to do one pay-per-view because your, your Rumble winner is going to pick who they fight. And generally, unless it's like an edge or something like that, they're going to pick the person that it's on the brand they're on. Yeah, or unless so, they need to make a move to, you know, yeah. shuffle things up So a have bit. your Elimination Chamber pay-per-view to determine who the, the challenger for the other title is. You can even have that. So you have Rumble in February, have Chamber. Well, Rumble's in Rumble January. In January, have Chamber in February, have nothing in March, and then put... Uh, mania towards the middle to end of april that way you've got your rumble done you've got chamber done quick so that you have the rest of february all of march and most of april to build your story well originally mania was scheduled for this weekend yeah and they moved it they moved it okay things need to move there was a global pandemic caused issues pushing it out two weeks does not necessitate a new Pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to throw a pay-per-view out there, make it a mid-card pay-per-view. Give me Alistair Black versus Murphy. Give me guys that I don't see on Raw or SmackDown mm-hmm. and just let them go at each other. Screw storylines. Just give me the guys that can give me five-star matches putting on five-star matches. Exactly. If that's what you got to do. Then it doesn't screw up your mania plans. Mm -hmm. Maybe you discover a new star because Vince is apparently blind to Tommy End and and Murphy and and Ricochet. These guys are stars. The WWE has a roster of five-star match stars that are sitting in the back every taping because they're not Drew. They're not yeah. Seth. They're not they're not these people that Vince has decided are the new stars. They let Andrade go. Yeah. Without a 90-day compete clause. Without a 90-day compete. Andrade's showing up on AEW in the next couple of weeks. I, I almost guarantee it. If Andrade and Zelina Vega don't show up together on AEW RTN... Or TNA. I mean, it could be. No. I will be shocked. I They they, sh- they absolutely should. Like, personally, so on AEW this week, we had the Lucha Bros and Laredo Kid mm-hmm. versus uh, Kenny and uh, Good Brothers, wasn't it? 
No, it, no, it was the Young Bucks it and was the Young um, Bucks and uh, Brandon Cutler. Yeah, um, I was kind of shocked that it was Laredo Kid and not La Sombra. Well, like I kind of expected that. It was originally supposed to be Pac, but Pac got injured. Yeah. Uh, I think it was just a minor injury, but yeah. I, I don't remember. And I think that they they have the history of Laredo Kid, so they used him. Mm-hmm. Maybe they haven't come to terms with Andrade yet, or La Sombra, or whatever you know. I only know him as Andrade, so. Yeah. But, yeah, you bring out Zelina Vega and Andrade, you've got a packaged deal that everybody's already bought into. Yep. Yeah. But I, I don't think that there's anything else we can really talk about this week. It really isn't. So, with that being said... Big thank you to McNarb Gaming here in Gautier, Mississippi, allowing us to use this space. Um, they have a great selection of games and other stuff here, so come by and check them out. Yeah, and uh, thanks to Big Dog Liquor, of course, being the place we always get our alcohol. Yep. Um, they just got some new stuff in here the other day. Uh, they've got Jameson in the, the big one-and-a-half-liter bottle for all you lushes. Um, <laughs> several other things that uh, was on the list. So, you know, go down there. Grab a bottle of something good. Come up here, grab a board game, mm-hmm. and then uh, go home. Have a good time. Yep. Uh, and with that said, cheers. It. Cheers. <laughs>